Genesis chapter 12. I like to uh, thank God for the opportunity. It's been a little over seven years since I've rested from preaching and teaching because I was mourning my wife for seven years when she passed. So the seven years has come to pass. Now it's time for me to pick up the torch and start going again under Pastor Joss. And I thank you, Pastor Joss, for the opportunity and trusting in me. And I hope that I can do justice for the Lord tonight because I want all of us to understand and we can walk on the same pace. And, 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 and it's, very, it's very important that we know what we're doing. Can we say amen? I don't want anyone to walk out of here with doubts in their mind. We might even have a, a little question series on this one. I, will, I like people to ask, because when you don't ask questions, you ain't learning nothing. So, so sometimes we need questions to be asked so that you can know what you're doing. Can we say amen? You see, when you go on the bus and you don't know where you're going, all you have to do is ask the bus driver. Hey, I'm going over here. Okay. And also, that's how we work. We get into the Word so that we know where we're going. Because today we're going to talk about transitioning from earth to heaven. Amen. Can we say amen? amen? So, let us go to the book of Genesis chapter 12. You can look at your book while I read it, or read it on the screen. Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, Unto a land that I will get, that I will show thee. Can we say amen? amen? Now remember, the first thing we're going to talk about right now is separation. Separation. Let me go a little bit further down. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in, in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. They sound like Jesus. In Jesus, every family is blessed. Amen. Can we say amen? amen. All right. Where are we at? Four? So Abram departed, as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his, uh, his brother's son, uh, like his, uh, his nephew, and all their uh, substance that they had, they and all their substance that they had gathered and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan and unto the land of Canaan they came. We'll stop there. The separation part that God, that, that, I, that I can see here is the separation from evil association. If you want to know the Lord, you can't hang around on other things. 
If you want to see God and feel God, you need to have time with God. You know, remember when we were, when you first were boyfriend and girlfriend before you got married? No, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> right? Right? Do we talk to God and say, God, hang up, God? <laughs> you know, see, we take hours and hours knowing the person that we are dating. How many hours you give to God? The, the reason why we sometimes let the devil attack us and, and make us fear is because we don't know God. Oh, man. His name is Jehovah. Yes. This is the God that, that, that opened the sea for the Israelites. This is a God that raised the dead. I mean, you got to know something about God in order for you to know that the devil ain't got nothing for you. Can we say amen? So separating meaning, separate yourself from things that will take you away from the Lord. How many of us read the Bible at our own time? See, if you're looking to get fed, fed coming over here tonight, you know what? You're just doing microwave. Because the whole deal is, if you don't do it at home, it's not going to stick. Hallelujah. Everything starts from home. Disciplining your kids starts from home. You know, being unified with your wife and your husband starts at home. Don't be looking at other stuff. No, look in the word. The word will tell a man how to treat a woman and a woman how to treat a man. Hallelujah. Stop, stop going to Dr. Ruth or whoever they are. <laughs> yeah. You know, call pastor. You, you have a question, call pastor. Don't call me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Amen. So what we have to understand here today, whatever people that is not with you in serving the Lord, you need to cut them off. Hallelujah. Can we say amen? Okay. All right. I come up. People over there. Are, okay. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so, <clears throat> and as we go along with this chapter, I will show you something that until you learn to separate yourself from things that you are not supposed to be affiliated in or the people that is not supposed to be in your corner, then we're going to understand that the journey from Egypt to Canaan which come later, but from here, they're coming as the beginning of the lifeline where Jesus is going to be given birth. Now remember, in the book, in, in this same book, chapter 3, verse 15, was the announcement of the Savior, Jesus Christ. Remember, the seed it's a key word that we have to remember today because all through the word, when he talks about seed, he's talking about somebody, your children's, okay? Not the, not the apple seed, not the orange seed. No, the seed that you give birth to that you need to raise up in the ways of the Lord. Can we say amen? amen. Hallelujah. So, please. The other thing that you have to understand, God has a calling on your life. 
You're not here by accident and you're not here by coincidence. You are here because God wants to use you and you want God to use you. Or else you wouldn't be here. Amen? I wouldn't be here if I didn't want to teach you. <laughs> Amen? And, uh, so, so the thing where we, we need to get closer. Okay? There's uh, some very important nuggets in this scripture right here. Okay? Let's go to verse 6. Let me put on my... Uh... <laughs> okay? Verse 6. <laughs> and Abram passed through the land unto the place... In uh, Shishan, unto the plain of Moor, and the Canaanites was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham, I mean Abram, and said, Unto thy seed, what's that word? Seed. Unto thy seed. Okay, I better stop looking up because I lose myself. <laughs> unto thy seed will I give thee this land. And uh, 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 their, their builder, and there builded he an altar unto the Lord, who appeared unto him. The altar, if you notice that throughout the Bible, you will hear this word altar. The altar is a place of worship. Amen. A place of worship is because something miraculous had happened to you. And if it took a miracle to save me, then check this out. I have an altar. In, in, in March 22, 1983, I made an altar because that was the day I gave my life to God. Amen. Can we say amen? Yeah. The altar may not be a swine, but it's in my heart. On those days, I remember to fall down on my knees and say, thank you, Lord, for what you have done. An altar is the place that you worship the Lord. Why you worship the Lord? Because nobody can ever do you like God can do you. Can we say amen? Nobody can feed you like God can feed you. Nobody can make you prosper than God can do. See, because the thing is, we're looking all around. Don't let your eyes guide you. Let your faith, let your faith guide you. Can we say amen? amen. The seed. The seed that we're talking about is talking about your offspring, the people that come out of your marriage. And, and, and listen to this, okay? Listen to this. When, when a seed is pronounced, it's the seed, it goes all the way down to Jesus Christ. And, and if we know how, this, how to connect the Old Testament to the New Testament, you are on your way. Because you start to understand where Jesus actually came from. Hallelujah. Remember. God has a calling on you. Yes, please. God has a calling on you. And if you are not geared to God, if you didn't anchor your boat on God, then God cannot use you if you don't know his will. Stop, 
Stop looking at other people. Stop going to uh, 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 professors and all those psychic guys and all the women. All, you know, listen, if you spend time with God, you will solve every problem you have. Can we say amen? Adversity is supposed to make us better because we're supposed to think on how a way that we can get ourselves out when we trust God and our kids are watching and they say, oh, that's how it's done. All we have to do is pray and can we say amen? amen. The seed. Yes, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Where are we at? What verse? Eight. Okay. And he removed from thence unto the mountain. Okay, unto the mountain, having pe- uh, uh, on the other one says say Pathel, I'm gonna just say Pathel, okay? <laughs> on the west, and I on the east. And there he built an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. Now remember, I've, I've, I've learned this a few, few years ago. Lord is not a name. God is not a name. Okay? God's name is Jehovah. So we, because there's a lot of gods. Can we say amen? You know, there's a sun God, a moon God, a water God. You know. So when you pray, God help me, which God are you talking to? When a kid wants his father in a public place, he can't, he can't just say, hey. No. He say, Dad Joshua, Dad Manuel. When they hear that name, they know who it is. All right. Can we say amen? amen? So the thing we have to understand is that if we are close with God, you can hear God speak to you. Seriously. In a spiritual realm. There are some times that I meditate so, and then I be like, is that you, Lord, telling me this kind of stuff, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say, oh, I'm going to just sleep on it. And then the next day, you get that, you know, that feeling again. Hallelujah. Right? Listen, don't brush it off. Pray. Lord, I'm hearing you, but I'm not making it out. I'm, I'm, it's like you're talking Spanish and I'm English. <laughs> Lord, talk English to me or teach me Spanish. <laughs> or Samoan. <laughs> right, boy? Good to see you, brother. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's move on. Ten, right? All right. And there was a famine in the land. And Abram went down to Egypt to sojourn there. For the famine was very grievous in the land. And it came to pass when he was come near to enter into Egypt that he said unto Sarai, his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Therefore, it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, this is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee. <laughs> now, I studied, I, I did a research, and Sarai is actually his half-sister, right? Yeah, Sarai is actually his half-sister. So, Abraham didn't lie. But 
The reason why he said it, the reason was the wrong reason. Right? Because if you're fearing that those guys are going to kill you because of your wife, then you have already doubted God who brought you from over there to over here. You're trying to go somewhere. But you can't get there unless you remember where you were. That's why when we come become a Christian, don't be judging everybody. You drink a little bit. You smoke a little some, some. You know, you drink some, you know what I mean? I'm saying when you see these things and it's, it's abusive, that we need to help the brother or a sister and don't advertise their problems. Don't talk to one brother and say, this is a secret. And then you go tell the other guy, this is a secret. Everybody knows the secret already, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real, somebody, somebody did that to me, and then I heard somebody say it, the same thing he said to me, and I, was, I thought it was a secret. <laughs> Amen. If there's, any, if there's anything we must separate ourselves from, it's the characteristic of sin. Sin is evil. Sin is here to destroy you. Sin is here to mock you. You're never going to be nobody. You ever prayed and the devil say, hey, do you think the Lord listening to you? <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just slap your wife or you just lied or and you think the Lord's going to? Yes, 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 yes. The Lord will listen to you. Yeah. Don't listen to that lie. You know them two, two guys up here? One guy, over here, one guy. Go ahead and do it. No. Love them. Have compassion on them. No. Let them have it. Drop the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> what would Jesus do, huh? Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, so fear. Fear came upon Abraham because of the situation. And what we need to understand is that there should be no fear in love. Listen, the way I live today, I don't fear nobody, no nothing, because I know when I leave here, I'm going to heaven. That's right. So I'm going to speak what I want to speak. When the Lord tells me to say it, we better say it. Because if you don't, God is going to send someone else. Yep. And for you, man, y'all better get on the ball because God will send women. That's right. Yeah. So we need to understand this whole ordeal. This is the beginning. Now remember, as we read through the Bible... You're going to hear this word seed, and you're going to hear Canaan. And Canaan, Canaan is the example of heaven. It has everything. And Egypt is the world. If you are on your way to Canaan, <coughs> don't do what the Israelite did. Well, back there they had steak. <laughs> they had oatmeal. Sheesh. They, they, they had a lot of things back there. And you brought us to the desert where there's nothing. Listen, God will drive you in a desert because he wants to mold you into the person that he wants you to be. So when it hurts, God, get me through this. Hallelujah. As long as you're with me, God, I'm going to walk. And I don't care if I lose an arm, if I lose a leg, I'm going to go to heaven with somebody instead of one arm stopping me from going to heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Fear. Do we have a, a, a script up there on fear? Was that in the notes? God is an awesome God. He is a God. I don't know if I'm to say that, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you read the Old Testament, you'll see the difference between God dealing with the people. Sin, die. Sin, die. Yeah. That's God the Father. Now, God the Son came in the New Testament, sin, accept Jesus, and live. All right? You got it up there? Okay. The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whosoever putteth his trust in the Lord shall be what? Saved. Saved. And, and when you're talking about trust... I mean, you trust God with your life, even if it's going to cost you. Trust. Do you trust your wife like that? Do you trust your kids like that? Well, they have to trust you in sending them the message about what trust is. Trust is never to ask questions. Yeah. That's that little, little seed of faith. In the military, they tell you what to do and you don't say nothing, right? <laughs> when we come to the Lord, oh Lord, I don't like, why are you sending me to Africa? I want to go to Russia. <laughs> Amen. Fear. It will take you away from God's principle. Fear. It will make you live a life that other people want you to live. Fear. Yes. Fear will cost you your enemies, will cost you your friends will cost you even your family. Because when you show to your family and to your church and to the gathering where you're at that you have no fear, oh, man, you know what? They're going to roll with you until they die. But now it's your, job, it's your job to give them the same spirit that how you got that truth, how you got that trust, how you got that faith. All these words are not just words to be said. They are words that needs to be acted out. You talk about love, you can't just love your family. You got to love everybody. You got to love the unlovable. Amen? I'm dealing with that over here, trying to love people that come over here, you know. But I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't care if they, they don't dress right. If they, don't know, they need something to eat. Come on in. Sit them down. Serve them like a king. And I thank Pastor Josh for letting me do that. <laughs> we bring them in. We serve them. Make them eat. Give them a shower. Give them an extra bag to take. Give them some clothes. That's what we're about. We're about helping people, and I mean helping them. We don't talk about it. We got to be about it. Amen? And I know when I go, sometimes when I go to the homeless, Sometimes it's just me and a few, but you know what? I don't worry about who's there and who's not there because the thing is, it starts with me. 
as a leader. I'm a leader that work and set examples. I'm not a leader that tells, oh, you do this. And that's why I love Pastor Joss. Every time we go somewhere, he try to get in there. I say, no, nah, no, nah, man, move over, move over. <laughs> you go ahead and have a seat. Because that's a Samoan culture. That's a Samoan thing. I know he's younger than me, but I respect the position as he holds because the God that, that had called him is the same God that called me. Yeah, so I respect the man because of the position, but not his age. Because he feared the Lord, and, and, and I want to walk with a man like that. And, and this man has a lot of grace. You know, some people be telling me, I don't know why we have to do this. And that man, you know what? Just be quiet and let's do it. <laughs> and they say, what you say? I'll be quiet and let's do it. You want me to say it? In other words, shut up and let's do it. <laughs> we got to keep it real, man. Okay, because the, the devil is real out there. And he has so many members in his church that we need to go get them people out of there. Hallelujah. Amen. Therefore, it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, this is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. You know what? If I told my wife that, man, she'll probably slap the heck out of me. <laughs> hey, honey, I'm scared of those guys over there, man. So you know what? I know that you can persuade them because you're beautiful. My wife looked like a Mexican, by the way. She was a blonde Samoan. <laughs> Everybody thought she was a Spanish. I was like, no, she's Samoan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That lady did a lot in my life. I knew the word of God, but she brought it into, <laughs> she, she made it real. She made me live it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was, I was a legalistic. I didn't want to associate with anybody who sinned. And my wife tell me, oh, he said, right, you think you that man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, what do you know? You don't know. You just be quiet. You follow my lead. <laughs> she said, all right. All right. I'm just saying, honey, you know. Or sometimes I would be preaching and we on our way home. And she give me that look and I said, don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. Yeah. Pray about it. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. And she prayed about it. And then the next Sunday she told me, I'm so sorry, honey, for telling you how to do it. <laughs> I said, did you get convicted? And she said, yes. The Lord told me to shut my mouth and listen to you. Yeah. As far as the ministry. But home, I'm all yours, baby. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I'll, I'll cook. I'll do whatever. I'll clean the house, you know. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes we do good deeds when we go out. And some of you are looking at each other. Well, why, why, why don't we do this at home? Yeah. I like to say, if it ain't real at home, it ain't real nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, because it has to be real at home. Don't be worried about other kids. Worry about your kids. Don't be trying to judge other people. Judge your own self. Every morning, look at the mirror and say, you, you're so handsome. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but judge yourself. Don't judge other people. Okay? 
But the only thing we should do is motivate people. Love them. Love them into the family. And when people come into this place, they want to see people smiling, laughing, and having a good time. It's not boring to serve the Lord. The reason why it's boring is because you're legalistic like me. Live by the law, and I don't even follow the law. Right? We break the law. The Pharisees, they do that real well. They, 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 they can quote the law, but yet they don't live it. If we say we believe in Jesus Christ, let me tell you something. We need to walk as if we are walking in the light. Everything you do, people know and praise God about it. Yes. But when we fear, we are hopeless. Yes. Because nothing, nothing will kill your spirit than fear. Hallelujah. Let's move on. <clears throat> Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. Now remember, if your soul, if I, if I tell Pastor Joss, my soul will live because of you, Pastor Joss, that, that is the wrong thing to say. My soul will live because of God. Can we say amen? My soul will live because of the blood that was shed on the cross. My soul will live because Jesus, the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead, is the same spirit that will raise me out of the dead. You out of the dead. Yeah. Glory to God. Okay, so never say to anybody, oh, if it wasn't for you. Nah. If it wasn't from God. If it wasn't from God, I wouldn't be here. Listen, I, don't, I, I, I know people like, you know, when, when I used to preach, uh, people like to, to um, the men, the youth, men, the youth, they get packed. But I tell them, even my family, don't come to church because I'm the pastor. Come to church because the Lord convicted you to come. Because I know if you come because of me, you're going to be the trouble for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So make sure they came because of God, not you. Because once they came mad at me, at you, what are you going to do? Leave. Yeah. Okay, so have the right reason to do what we do. Okay? Never trust in any man but God. Never fear any man but God. And I'm not talking about fearing God. It's talking about reverence. Hallelujah. Reverence. Okay? All right. <clears throat> Let's move on. Verse 14, and it came to pass that when Abram was come unto Egypt, the Egyptian <coughs> beheld the woman that she was very fair. The prince also of Pharaoh um, saw her and commanded her, uh, her before Pharaoh, and then the woman was taken unto Pharaoh's house. <coughs> And he, and he entreated Abraham well for her, for her sake. And he had sheep and oxen and the asses and manservant and maidservant and she asses and, uh, <clears throat> and camels. This is the only place you can say asses. 
and mean it well, okay? And then I'll be saying like, why don't you just say donkey? You got to say that? You got to say, why don't you say goat? You got to say asses, right? Because uh, you know what? But you know what? It was put there for the humans of God so that everybody can laugh. <laughs> Amen. Remember, they didn't have millions of dollars then. But these animals that they read out, they were very high in the marketplace. And that was their wealth. Yeah, so he was, he was rich. Yeah, he was rich. But the good thing about it is that he was rich for a reason. He was going to be Abraham. The meaning of Abraham is the father of the multitude. Amen. Sarah is a princess. Okay. Sarai, I read something on Sarai that it says Sarah was princess and Sarai was doubtful. Doubtful. And explain when Jesus, when Jesus came, when the angel came down and tell Abraham that he was going to conceive a child. What did Sarah do? <laughs> Laugh like mocking, huh? Like, yeah, right, Lord, yeah, right. Yeah. Amen. Listen, uh, for me, whenever pastor or any pastor in this church needs help and asks for, me, for my help, I gladly give it. I just, I just try to evaluate if I can do it, then I'll do it. If I can't, I'll call Pastor Joss to come and do it. <laughs> Amen. But remember, if you can't do it, find somebody to help that person. If you don't have a $20 to give a person for his gas, go look. Hey, man, let me borrow $20, man. Then go, go give it to that person. You will be blessed, and the other guy will be blessed, or that other person. Amen. So now he was rich. Because of who? Because of Sarai. See, they, 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 they were trying to buy Sarai out. But we, as we go along, this is something very, very important for us to understand. For a man that did not know God. But you know what? When I read that, I say, he does know God. Right? Okay. Let's go down to, where we at? All right. I'm just checking to see if you guys are there with me. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lord plagues Pharaoh and his house with great plagues um, cause, because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. So right. And Pharaoh called Abraham and said, What is this that you thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me that she was your wife? Amen. Why saidest thou that she is my sister? Now, if that was me, I'd say, yeah, she is my sister, man. <laughs> Trying to get out of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, she is my sister. Let me give her a birth certificate. <laughs> Amen. We're trying to bail ourselves out. Right. But you see, check this out. It took a sinful man to correct God's man. All right. yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So let, let's keep going before I, I, I get too excited here. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then, why saidest thou she was my sister? So I might have taken her to me to wife. And therefore, and therefore, behold, thy wife, take her and go thy way. And Pharaoh commanded his man concerning him, and they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. 
God plagues, see, when the, the word, sometimes I use plague as a judgment of God. You're, you're living the wrong way and God is trying to steer you to another direction. If Egypt would have bowed down to the plagues and bowed down to God and believed that God sent these plagues, Egypt would have been saved. Yeah. But because they kept on rejecting God and there are things that might be going on in our lives that we know about that it should not even be in us that we need to get rid of. And don't let a man come and tell you that this is what's happening to you. You need to go to God and he will tell you because God will give you the solution. See, when people come to me with a problem, say, don't just bring the problem. Bring the solution too. Yeah, you know, yeah. All you do is like to create problem. No. Find the problem, find the solution, and then let's talk. But don't bring your problem to me to try to make me, uh, I tell you what, and then you're going to blame me for what you're going through. Yeah. Can we say amen? amen? Today, my brothers and sisters, Mission Ebenezer family, and those who are watching by uh, stream, line, and we just want you to know that here in Mission Ebenezer, this is what we teach, this is how we feed, and this is how we are going to do it. Because we want you to grow and want you to be real. You know, we don't, we don't wear three-piece suit like we used to, you know, but we like to wear uh, a, a, a dedicated attire in our hearts. The Lord sees my heart, the Lord sees your heart. If the Lord knew that you're giving him the second, the Lord is not honored. He's got to be first in everything. First in your family life. First in the church. First in work. You got, God is first everywhere. Get up in the morning. First thing. Thank you, Lord, I got up. Hey, hey bro, are you still up? <laughs> yeah. You know, because people didn't get up today. But we got up. Amen. Isn't that a blessing? Yeah. So, when we talk about here is that, is that if you look at the plagues, the plagues are just like how Egypt went through the plagues for the deliverance of Israel. So, the plagues was really to tell the king, you are messing on a danger zone. You need to back your car up before the alarm sound. <laughs> Amen. So we need to know that when you're out of the will of God, God will put the enemies in your path to try to push you back. The hardship that you're going through right now is not meant to harm you. It's meant to make you better. Can we say amen? If you are a leader and you are not doing what God has told you to do, you know what? You are not with the program. And we need to understand, as a leader, you need to lead. You cannot listen to what the people saying. Because if that was the case and everybody be opinionated, man, you'd be crazy trying to figure out everything. So please, everyone in our church and those who are listening are not here. Listen, our pastor is the main person that we need to listen to. Not because of him, but the authority on his life. Can we say amen? When you honor Pastor Josh, you're honoring God. When you bless Pastor Josh's family, you're blessing God. You see, 
and vice versa. You don't have to be pastor. It could be somebody out, you know. Remember, God is not a prospective person. Can we say amen? amen? Yeah. He loves you. He loves me. He loves all of us. Today, as we journey through the book of Genesis, we're going to find some more things that we need to understand. Do you still have my, my, my iPad up there? Please. The first thing was the divine call. Second, separation. Amen. Divine call, separation. Third, or fourth, f fear of man. Okay. But trusting God. Second, uh, uh, third, uh, fourth would be the plagues. If we don't live the right way, God is going to send somebody to correct you because that's what he wants to do to you. He wants to use you. He don't want to, uh, uh, um, um, like, belittle you like some people do when they see you fail. You know, he, want, he wants to be your father. He wants to be your friend. This is God that I'm talking about. The most high God above all God. There is no other God than Jehovah. Can we say amen? Yeah, there is no other God than Jehovah. I don't know who, what are you bowing down to. Maybe yourself on the mirror. Maybe in an image somewhere else over there. Or maybe something, imagination that you come up with. But I'm telling you, if it's not God, it's not it. Yeah. So today, I just want to thank you all for being here today. And I want to uh, 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 give God the glory and thanksgiving for making this possible. And as I continue on for the rest of this month, I want, we have about 15 minutes. So if anyone has uh, any, any question, go ahead and name it right now. I will try to help, and Pastor Josh will try to answer, myself and him, or whoever, also Pastor. But if there is no question, don't try to find a question to test me. <laughs> Come on, man, I'm your brother. <laughs> Hold my hand, let's walk together. <laughs> but don't be trying to throw a brick at me while I ain't looking, man. <laughs> Amen. Amen, boy. Amen, brother. Love you, man. If I saw more Yeah, sure. See me in the parking lot. Amen. And you know what? We need to be like this. We need to know. We need to laugh together. Nothing, nothing brings harmony and unity than for the family to eat together and laugh together. Amen. Stop judging people. You know, hey, you need a, you need a pass? Go, I, I got you, I got you. Hey, but, but, hey, hey, man, get out of here. You, you your pants are dirty. Your eyelashes are all screwed up. <laughs> all the way to water running into the restroom. <laughs> Hey, Amen. I love you even with your fake eyelashes. Amen. <laughs> hey, that was amen. Let's give a hand for the Lord. Yeah. Yes, sir. Building bridges 
this Saturday. <laughs> Okay, well, y'all know that um, I, I am the leader for the, the Bridge of Hope. It's called the Bridge of Hope Ministry for the homeless or the least among us. We can, we can, we can uh, if we have families in our, in our church we, and you need help, let me know. We'll cook you a meal and bring it to your house. Yeah, that's how we do it over here. You know, I mean, either we go all out or don't do it at all. Yeah, so this Saturday... I'm taking the group out. We're prepping up all the food. Um, the um, Jean is doing all the shopping and stuff like that. Thank you, Jean. <laughs> She's doing all the shopping, getting everything ready. All I do is come here and prep the meal, make sure everybody is here. And then what we do, uh, we say a little prayer, then we, we go out and, and pray for the people and give them food. And let me tell you, they are very thankful for the mission of Benicia Church for coming out there. You know what? They told me nobody gave them hot food like we give them. Nobody gave them blankets or beanie like we gave them. You know what? And I'm trying to encourage other churches to do the same thing. It doesn't have to be the mission of Benicia family. It's called a ministry. Can we say amen? So I thank Pastor for letting me hit that group. And I'm telling you, you know, we, we go through rough waters, but we iron it out and just keep on going through the work. But I tell you, this is not about us. This is about God. If God don't get the glory, then we shouldn't do it. Okay? And don't be trying to get some brown. And I told the team, no videos, no pictures. Unless are things that I need to give to Pastor Manny. No, we're not going to parade our feel-good feelings on somebody else's advantage. Can we say amen? I never agreed that from the beginning where people are posting things. Remember, the Bible said don't let the right hand know what's going on the left side, right? That means don't be publicizing everything, tooting your own horn. No, let God take care of you. Let God say, that's my son. That's my daughter who I am well pleased with. On that note, I'll give it to Pastor Bob. <laughs> okay, on that note. They were going to be dismissed. I usually, I usually like to uh, give it to our pastor to close it out, but, uh, but you, can, you can do this one, and I'll do the next one, okay? <laughs> I'm only coming up here because he, 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 he brought me up here. So, um, you guys, let's, let's close in a word of prayer. Amen. Let's thank God for the word. I was fed tonight. Yes, hallelujah. I was challenged thank by the word of God. Um, I was thoroughly... Um, just blessed by the word of God from our, our very own dear Pastor T. Yes, yes. Um, and the invitation, um, what time? Saturday morning. 9, 9 a.m. Yes. If you want to get here earlier to help prep and do all that, please come. You heard Pastor. Mm -hmm. He's as real as it gets. And yeah. that's why I love him. Amen. He's my brother. Yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you for Pastor. Hallelujah. Thank you for using him tonight. For bringing the word of God, Lord, in, in a way that only he can. There, there are too many um, um, other people, um, and pastor um, doesn't need to be other people. He needs to be himself. And we all need to be ourselves because other people are already taken. And so we thank you, Father, for the way that you used pastor uh, tonight. We thank you, Father, for him bringing the word to life. Lord Jesus, in our in our 
personal lives and in our families, Lord Jesus. We thank you for what you're doing here at this church, Father God. We thank you what you're doing here in this community, Father God. And Lord Jesus, we pray for the ministry this weekend on both Saturday, uh, where we're going to worship and, and, and care for and minister to others through Bridge of Hope. We thank you for the ministries on Sunday morning, Father God, and the ministries throughout the week. Lord, for our our Spanish youth that are having their first service this Friday, I pray that you would bless them, Father. You would pack the house with young people, um, people who are crossing over the borders, Father God. Families, Lord Jesus, that are looking for... Looking for life and hope, Lord Jesus, that they would find it here, Lord, through our ministry, Father, where they find Jesus, the seed, Father God, that Pastor talked about today. Let the seed, Father God, fall on good soil. Let the seed, Father God, be planted in in good hearts, Father God, that it might bring good forth, good fruit, Lord Jesus. And we thank you for the good fruit right here in Pastor T's ministry, Father God. We thank you for the good fruit, Lord, that is just planted in our hearts tonight, Lord Jesus. That we would go, Lord, and duplicate that because that's what seeds do. Seeds multiply and duplicate, Father, exponentially. So, Father, we pray this blessing over Pastor that you would just anoint him and bring him greater favor, Lord, and bring him into next week, Lord Jesus. Let everybody invite a friend to come and receive the word next Wednesday night. In Jesus' name, everyone said. Amen.